Comics Inebriated, a podcast about the history of fiction and nonfiction in comics, along with current events, hosted by comic creators Liana Kangas and the guest Matt Emmons. Yeah, yeah, take it from the top, Michael. Take it from the top? <laughs> no, I'm not hey, going to make you do um, it. <laughs> welcome to another Comics Inebriated, you know, I'm Matt, uh, I drink. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we have our guest here, uh, who is oh Michael, God. laughing uncontrollably right now. Michael, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, it's me. I it's it's inverted, uh, not good at dancing, Michael. And You're joining like the us, Navarro world, Michael. Oh, I'm Michael, the Mario, the Wario of Michael. <laughs> We I it. love that. This is this has got to be usable. We got to use that as the intro. We're we're joined by the only one unaffected in this mix-up, Liana Kangas. Head oh, hello. in her hands. Ashamed and if you couldn't, and embarrassed, uh, secondhand embarrassment. For both of you. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by now, we are joined by a third person in the mix, a dear friend of mine from college, Michael Talbot. Hello, how are you? Thank you for doing the intro. You're the first guest to uh, do an intro, awesome. barring me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Um, and hi, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm happy to be here. And thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to. It's it's a good excuse to see you. I, I get really caught up in uh, not keeping up with people. I think so. Yeah, it's good to see you and have a little. What do, what are you what are you drinking today? Um, I am drinking. Mike's hard lemonade, uh, hard pineapple strawberries. I smell Ooh, a sponsor. Just yeah. I, oh, when open. Michael brought it on screen, like I thought it was like a soda and I <laughs> ascended to 2002 immediately. <laughs> it's pretty much a soda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just excited that like one of, uh, Matt's friends is here. So that way we can roast him together. We'll oh be yeah. Unable yeah. to be stopped. Michael's seen me. Michael's seen me at times when I'm like, "Do not look upon me," and he smiled and be like, "Nothing but respect for you." I'm like, "That's wow." I try to I try to be uh, objective. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I was gonna. Go, all right, I've got I've got an excellent transition to from the drinking thing to your topic. So what we're gonna do. We're all gonna take a moment and just like we're gonna take a little moment of silence. Do you know why we just did that? Because that's what it's like in your head when you're reading a silent comic. And now, do you feel the difference when we're talking? That's what it's like to read a comic that has dialogue. And what are we doing today? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, it's like you're going to this It sounded good in my head. Yeah. You see... And that's what it's like to read a silent comic when you hear a better dialogue in your head. <laughs> Bam. What are, is that what's your topic tonight? What are we what are yes. we here to chat about? Um I, I guess I'm here or you're here. Or we're all here. We're all here to today, chat. tonight, tomorrow. Chat about uh to whenever to to chat about uh 
comics and uh, silent comics uh, in particular versus comics with dialogue. I have a few few opinions. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the the most versed on the topic, but it's definitely something that uh, has stood out to me over the years and I do feel strongly about. Um, but yeah. What yeah. was what was your first one? What was your first like introduction to comics without dialogue? Um, I can't. Re- I think my first introduction. Well, it's if I can call it that. It's uh, it was Calvin and Hobbes. It, it's a comic mm-hmm. that has a lot of dialogue. But <laughs> the first instance of me reading Calvin and Hobbes was a strip from it without any dialogue or without any sound effects. It was just three panels um, that showed, I don't even remember exactly what it, what it was, but it, it was just, you know, telling the story in sequence without any words, without any um, sound effects, without anything like that. And it blew my mind because I always knew or thought of books and comics and all of these things to be pictures and words or you know, at least just words and yeah. pictures were optional. Absolutely. I, I never thought about the words being optional as well. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. It kind of just like flipped my whole world at that moment. Um, and just over the years, uh, finding other children's books, um, finding other comics, finding other just media that omitted dialogue or omitted audio. And, you know, it, seeing how that uh, played into the effectiveness of, you know, conveying whatever themes or story that it was trying to say. Um, and I, I just grew to love that more and more. I love it too. I love, I, cause the uh, same thing where it, it blew my mind to find out like, Oh, of course a visual medium can just be strictly visual. Like that's it's so it, it's, yeah. it's really exciting to hear. I've always and felt like was, when, it's done well. It's like 10 times more impactful too. Oh man. That's exactly. why it's so noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm curious cause I, now I'm trying to rack my brain of silent comics that I've read and I can't think of any off the top of my head. I can think of like moments in certain books, but what do you have any mm-hmm. other ones that like children's books or otherwise, like anything that you carry with you? Um, not that I carry with me. Uh, not, not literally, but like, yeah. I shouldn't. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. In, in, in that regard, I, I can't pinpoint one that like any particular one that stood out to me, but, um, it definitely was heightened with, uh, the introduction, the introduction of graphic novels. So as I started getting more into graphic novels and then seeing not just a comic strip or not just like a one or two page comic, but entire books that are purely visual. Um, and it's still being just as effective or even more effective because of how uh, precise the illustrations were and how um, just effective they all were. Uh, it's like it, almost the readers like intersecting and making up the story or dialogue while they visually read you know, yeah. the actual illustration, which I always exactly. think is interesting, or you're like problem solving to figure out what is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that happens on a day to day basis, just in our <laughs> lives, you know, 
you not every time you're going to be speaking to someone or not every time you're going to be uh, thinking out loud. But, you know, representing that in comics, you, you can have like thought bubbles or you can have like side notes or um, like a journal entry or something like that. But in the moment, um, it, it often is just silent. You know, you're, you're alone with your thoughts or you're just alone with the environment and whatever action that you're doing. So like, yeah, I always just found it really, really as a nice pull to me um, when I see that done well. I, yeah. I, I'm like, I, I, I always find it a fun challenge to approach from mm -hmm. that way where again, have you, have you messed around with doing that yourself at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, it, it, the the graphic novel novel that I've been working on, my own um, Atlas Fall from Grace. So mm. the first book, it does have some dialogue, but I did it in the sense where um, it was as like journal entries, but they were separate and apart from the pages that had the illustrations. So you could read them or not if you wanted to skip it. And I made it so that you can you can follow the story purely through the visuals and just focus on that um, with the journal entries or the, the you know, thought bubbles or whatever as additional backstory. Um, so you don't need it to understand what's going on in context and in, in the present, but as, you know, just a nice little tidbit of information to further enhance or further give you more information on who that person is or where they're coming. Yeah. So you're making supplemental supplemental uh, writing to go with, like really it's, it's about yeah. the work, which, which that's the thing I, I really love about uh, silent comics that you're not, you, I, sometimes I'm reading a comic and I love the artwork, but I keep finding the first, my first pass, I'm reading the dialogue, looking at mm -hmm. the panels, but like mostly I read the dialogue. I'm like, Oh shit. So it, yeah. you don't have that, it's not a distraction, but you don't have that thing that your eye goes to. You're just scanning the whole page and you're really picking up picking what it all, in, all yeah. yeah, it's it's all environmental storytelling because you only have environmental storytelling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it this is another thing that this might be a hot take, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy movie adaptations of books. Uh, typically more than the books themselves because I personally enjoy the visuals um, of something happening and seeing the reactions and seeing how, you know, the, the timing and how all of that uh, plays into um, conveying the feeling that, you know, you would describe with a bunch of words. Um, and then like translate all the filler content finally. Like, exactly. But then translating stamp. that, into comic form that's like that's Galaxy the next brain. for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> comic inception yeah i i didn't know anyone like you existed i was like i like that movie better than the book wow well, yeah nobody like me exists <laughs> <laughs> this is true Michael got you there. No joke. Well, I mean, yeah, I shouldn't have implied I've, otherwise. I definitely agree. And like in some cases, there's a lot of things that are done really well, like translated to uh, other mediums. Uh, yeah. Not to say that it's obviously, I wouldn't say that it's better because it's totally a different medium, but it's mm, always yeah. good to see like it being translated well and mm -hmm, succeeding. Mm -hmm. 
which is great for the creator, obviously. And also, you know, for all that, but I've got, I've got, so I, I, we're, I think we're all in agreement that we kind of really love when stories have no dialogue or nothing. So it's, it's especially comics where it's just all the visuals. Mm -hmm. Can you think of something that you can't do without dialogue? Cause I, I think of sometimes stories that I can't imagine how they could do what they're doing without the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, so it's a weird, I think that that can't be, it's not like, oh, the only way to make, you know, the perfect like prestige story is like no dialogue, like nothing. I think there are some stories you can't tell silently. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and in that regard, I like what comes to mind is uh, definitely uh, to showcase someone's personality and like, you know, little quips and like, um, jokes or you know how somebody would respond to something else with like sarcasm that's hard mm. to that's hard or almost i, I don't want to say impossible but really yeah, not hard impossible convey, very good people yeah, um, can... <laughs> really hard to convey without dialogue you know like answering sarcastically yeah you can have um a smug look on your face but that could just mean that the person is smug but like you know it could just be uh, somebody who's not like that generally and in that situation their response was very either out of character or very unique that you need the dialogue to pick up on those specific cues or hints um, so I I see dialogue helping a lot with uh, yes in, interpersonal or intercharacter interactions and you know if there's a lot of interaction between characters where a lot of detail, like specific details need to be relayed, then yes, dialogue is definitely important. Yes, it can help. And yes, it can enhance or make it you know, a lot better. But if it's more of an environmental or atmospheric, or you know, it's a lone character um, who has very minimal interactions, or you know, is more on this like introspective journey, or like, you know, they're alone with their thoughts, then I feel like a silent comic. Uh, or a silent approach or with no dialogue would be like that much more better. Yeah. I, I think it definitely, it's, it's a choice of the kind of story you want to tell and yeah. one can, one can enhance it like that, that if you're trying to make, you know, an introspective story, a lonely story, uh, yeah. somber, like just, there's so many instances that are usually a little more serious that involve just silence, just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you both are working on graphic novels that heavily rely on less dialogue. And my graphic novel is literally the opposite. (laughs) So much dialogue, but that's why I love it. So So I guess, uh, Oh, Oh, okay. I wasn't sure which one was, I was like, is it? And I was going to be, we could censor it later. It's true. Okay. But but again, that's, that's, (laughs) that's, that is, again, an example of what we were just saying, where uh, True Cult is interpersonal and is a lot about, like, you, you can't oh, have, yeah. you can't, you, you can't get the charm of those. Yeah. yeah. You need mm-hmm. those characters to speak to each other because it's acting. And you do, you yeah. draw them acting, but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't work the same way. I'm not going to click with, with a, a burger fast food employee who's turned into a robber, like, 
without him saying snarky shit. Like I need that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bless. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just, I feel like this conversation just sums up what I love most about comics is like, there's no wrong way to do them. It's yeah, just yeah, whatever absolutely. you can kind of do. And I, someone was just saying this on Twitter surprise that it's a comics are a medium, not a genre. So you can just do whatever that fuck you want. And it's, Exactly. <laughs> it's cool yeah, and yeah, I, I like it because if you don't like it don't read it and just be quiet and if you love it be loud about it and that's it yeah hell yeah yeah and yeah that's that's honestly just how i feel about life in general <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah if you don't like it it's it a lot of things will be subjective right and a lot of experiences that you've had will play into what your preferences are um it's not to say that one preference is necessarily wrong uh, and it's hard to pinpoint, you know, which is objectively better. Uh, if you like make a list of pros and cons and all this, like why you, you like it? Good. You don't like it? Move on. All right. It's, it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> that's if we're going to get into an entire like diatribe yeah. about like, uh, how to live life too. Like I could go on about this for forever. If, like, <laughs> if only you could just like let people know that if only they could like figure that out where it's like, did you not like it? Why did you just spend so much time around it that it made you mad? I, you don't see well, me watching why take every that time. Yeah, why take that time to like express how angry you are? Just like go look for something that you are yeah. mad about. <laughs> like... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Live easy, life yeah. as a silent comic at that point. Live, just laugh, love. Just... <laughs> Live, love, love. No. Just keep it quiet. Fuck. You know. I think that deserves a drink. Ah. Uh, I think that's cracking open another one. Good morning, my sweet babies. It's your normal host, dare I say the better host, uh, coming to you with not only the reason for waking up, which is coffee, but letting you know that Comics Inebriated actually has its own coffee. That's right. Rootless loves us so much, and they better that they were willing to give Comics Inebriated its own roast. You can grab that over at rootlesscoffee.com. And for all their other products, including fresh ground beans that you can have sent to your door, or perhaps even a pair of sweatpant joggers that have Rootless logo on them, uh, you can get any of that and or some of their signature roasts for 20% off using morning coffee. And again, you should also check out Comics Inebriated New Roast uh, featuring, you know, the wonderful artwork that Matt and I did for the podcast. Not only that, but it'll fuel you to listen to the rest of the episodes. And maybe Jono will even sweetly sing to the coffee bag before it's shipped out. Who knows? Anyway, you can get 20% off most of the stuff on the site using the code MORNINGCOFFEE. Love you guys. To continue, Michael's gonna take over, Matt. Matt, you yeah. are fired from the uh, podcast. It's me and Michael from now on. I've never been fired before, so I'm okay with that. First time on a recording, yeah. But what? Well, before I before I completely go, like before I'm completely fired, like my severance package will be like uh, telling everyone how we met. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how it. did you two meet? 
Yeah. Since I am the odd one out and that does not know Michael. How did what? <laughs> oh, um, what you? Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll go. Host, I'll go so. first since you clearly don't remember, but I do. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, he's doing finger quotes. Okay, I remember. Um, so Michael and I went to college together at Leslie University College of Art and Design, formerly Art Institute of Boston, uh, and. We met freshman year because we were same graduating class, right? I think so. I'll, I'll, it, <laughs> we met. My, <laughs> he lied his way into school, and he yeah he put sunglasses on and was like, "I'm like a cool guy," and they were like, "Oh shit, okay," and they let him in. But um, yeah, and they were like, well, "Who's that guy?" They were. They were like, those are prescription, and they're pissed. But um, so I met Michael. I can't remember. I was with a group of people in one of like the common areas at the at the college, and they were already friends with you. And they were like, "Oh shit, here comes cool guy Michael." And I was like, "All right, seems cool." And and you had I. This is why I distinctly remember it. You had been working on a drawing, and you've always been uh, stupid, insanely talented and extremely modest the perfect combo to make me like you no matter what thank you and and it was um it was this drawing of like i can't remember if it was from a class or whatever you were doing but it was a a spider web it was something like tangled up in a spider Uh, web and i remember seeing that and that was before i really i didn't start getting serious about drawing until i was like 20 and I was 18 at this point, so I. Was, Wait, I was why not, were you going to an art school? It wasn't. Again? It wasn't. It wasn't fully an art school, and I. Oh, didn't, okay, okay. Yeah, I was still. I was trying to draw like stoner regular show style shit without being that good at it or that funny. <laughs> uh, so I was like, it's just not for me. Respect. But I, Respect. I saw that, and I was like, damn, this guy's good. And that, like, that was when I met you. I distinctly remember seeing that drawing, being like. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a lot to go, but I didn't really do anything about that until for another two years, and I was like, now I now I am trying. Nice. Well, I'm so. glad I was a uh, part of the inspiration <laughs> that uh, pushed you. What was? <laughs> but now I got to put you on the spot because one, do you, do you remember that? I, I do remember that now, <laughs> now that you mention it. Yes. It was, um, <laughs> so I don't remember. I I just me there. <laughs> no, no, no. I definitely remember you. And I remember like a lot of just like quick interactions with you, but no yeah. prolonged conversations. So that's like all I have in my memory as how we've always known each other as like quick interactions of like, oh, it's Matt. How did I meet him? I that's don't know, it. but I know it's Matt. Hey, Matt. That's, in college, that's I feel like that's it. everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that was... Me and maybe you too with a lot of people because you just see them. You're like, "Hey, what's up?" And like, you like them. You know, you like them, but you're like, "I." And like, you get caught up in your circle of friends that just isn't yeah. quite like two people over. So you're like, "Oh, hello." It's like, "Oh man, Michael's great." Never once has my brain <laughs> been like, "I gotta see what he's up to this weekend" because I'm a dumbass. Like that was <laughs> that's always the case. I think I think we were both in that position. Um, yeah, but well, one from what I hear, Michael was too busy clubbing. I know. Even moving down. and shaking. Yeah. I, I was. I was. I was uh, tearing up the dance floor. I was getting down. Yes. Boogie. Hell yeah. 
I'm too much of like a sit down restaurant kind of guy to hang out with you on the weekends. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm both. I, I I love a good sit down restaurant, you know. But um, right after, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dance too. You gotta work it off. Like exactly. You, this, listeners, this, you, this form does not keep itself. You know, listeners, you cannot <laughs> see what he's doing. He is moonwalking. He is flipping it and reversing it. He is up, down, left, right. He's moving and shaking right now. <laughs> not even out of breath like doing this full no, oh, no you can't even tell that's how smooth he is very smooth. But, silky barring that i'm just pleased to say you know this is the second time that i've been able to have a guest come on that liana has not met every almost everyone else it's either we we both know them or liana's introduced me to them so every time it's like how did we meet i'm like liana introduce us. <laughs> what's great so I'm glad is like the second you weren't even here when michael and i were in the room and i was like it's too late <laughs> michael and i are best friends and we're gonna make yeah, fun of you the rest of the podcast that's it so. like yeah. yeah we're we're doing the podcast now yeah uh, okay well I it was nice to it was good to like be a part of something for a bit yeah. it's nice <laughs> thanks for joining us matt um you uh, know it's yeah. great to have you on the show Oh, um, we're so looking much. forward to seeing more of your work in the future. Yeah, you can find um, yeah. me. It's <laughs> at, at second at best on Instagram and on Twitter. You're gonna do the whole bit, or that's it. That's the whole bit. <laughs> yeah. No, but where where can I I I've quit that bit. Where can people find you, Michael? The one that people, people came can for. find me. Um, on the dance floor when clubs open again. I was about um, to say, don't oh, yeah. answer this yet. Tell us what you're working on first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm before sorry. Before you give social, don't because I want to know what you're working on. Oh, okay, sure. Um, so uh, as I mentioned off air, I believe I was teaching and I am no longer teaching because I I plan to dive into freelance full time. Um, oh yeah. And that being said, I have a congrats lot and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm both anxious and excited, but more excited than anything else. Okay. Um, I had I have a lot of projects on the back burner that I've been putting off. Uh, so I, as I mentioned, also I have worked on a graphic novel, and I have two more books uh, within that series that I want to get out. So um, the first book is out, Atlas Fall from Grace. And uh, this summer, I am looking to dive headfirst into book two, um, title to yeah. be released soon. <laughs> oh, you can say it and we'll censor it. Yeah. I love putting bleeps in if you want. You don't have to. Oh, I, I just don't even know the full title. I just <laughs> know yeah. Bleep, 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 bleep. Well, Michael and I are on the same level. Even better. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't think of the name within five minutes of having the idea, I, it doesn't have a name. So don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but so barring that, I, I have a bunch of other children's books I'm working on with uh, clients. Um, I have a video game that I started oh, that I want to just get done as well. Um, I haven't Coding done it a lot of the like, art yourself. Yes. Yes. What uh, the hell? I haven't, I haven't done a lot on it as yet, but I do have like the, the structure laid out of uh, the different parameters. I've been learning unity. Um, so Jesus just Christ. trying to get it, you know, this, this is another just like personal baby project of mine. So I want to, 
I want to dive into that as well. Some would say it's a hobby and yet you're a freelancer. So that does not count. It's all work. <laughs> Everything is work. Everything is yeah. a hobby. It, there's, there's no distinction anymore. It's all a gray area. Monetize your hobbies. <laughs> the true freelancer Rip. way. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything I like, I'm like, how can I make money off of it? <laughs> nope. Yeah. I'm the same, which is a terrible thing to do. I cannot tell you enough how bad that is. I've got yeah. just like the four video games I play. I haven't started trying to stream <laughs> yet. So that's it. I'm like, don't, don't do that. And that's it. But yeah. That's I, I'm excited. I did not know about the video game. Um, I'm going to be yeah. playing it when, when, if you need testers. Will you also adopt Most the definitely. video game to a comic book? I could. Uh, so to give you guys a little backstory with the video game, it is called Durod. It's a um, phrase, a Jamaican phrase. Uh, also, I guess I should mention I am Jamaican. I was born and raised in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, yeah, we kind of missed that. We, yeah. we hit that uh, yeah. when we were talking off uh, recording about the dance floor, yeah. So. But yes. About, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the game is based off of the transportation system in Jamaica. Um, there are buses and conductors, and the aim of the game is to get as many passengers to come onto your bus. But in Jamaica these conductors uh, are very aggressive in how they acquire passengers. So I wanted to take <laughs> that concept and uh, it's not even that much of an exaggeration because it actually happens. Uh, but <laughs> you play as a conductor who physically grab passengers who are walking like by and throw bus. them into your bus oh um, before you know the time limit runs up. <laughs> So did, did these people ever need to go anywhere? Or is the bus driver oh, making that it's, decision it's, it's for them? It's a 50-50 toss-up. Oh <laughs> you lose points if you're like this person or if you find out that that person actually didn't need transportation anywhere. They're just like walking. If anything, you'd gain more points. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's the, the, the concept behind it. And I'm definitely taking characters or just people who you'd normally see on the Jamaican streets uh, and using them as main characters within the game or playable characters within the game. So, you know, are you planning to... to pitch this to like a studio or you just, um, this, this is all indie for now, but mm -hmm. you know, if I get picked oh, up by yeah. a studio or you know, find something that, that lines up with my vision, uh, I'd be more than happy to. Yeah. Hell yeah. You heard it here first folks. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the studios listening. We have hundreds of thousands of game studios wow. listening constantly. That, that is amazing. Yeah, it's well. Wild. On that note, if you'd want to reach out to me, yes. Look at this. The you new see, host I, is I'm really you're fired. Yes. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I don't even have to do anything. Michael's like, I got you. Like, I got you. <laughs> uh, but yes, if you'd like to reach me, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Talbot's Art. T-A-L-B-O-T-S-A-R-T. Um, also on Facebook, I have my page as Talbot's Art. Um, on Patreon, Talbot's Art. Um, YouTube, Talbot's Art. Everywhere, Talbot's Art. Uh, but uh, yeah. You are, I thought that Matt was a Segway master. You're no. like the best Segway master ever. He's, he's even got the oh online continuity it's all talbot's art i can't even get that because that fucking band from 2014's got my name it's, damn it's okay. you really you're, do you're only that. second second best 
I'm uh, yeah. I'm done. I'm, uh, I'm done. You really got to be the host, co-host, whatever. Now, I my I my laurels or whatever are yours. I this is my. It's show. been wonderful to like actually interact with one of like Matt's personal friends. You know what I mean? Like awesome. because I know that we're just gonna rip into him the second we stop recording. <laughs> it's gonna be great. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank so you for much. having me, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad we, we could have Matt on the 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 podcast as well. I. Yeah. I appreciate you both taking the time to have me on and oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, thank you so much, Matt. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's so good to hear from you. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is scaring me. I'm going to like go to log on for our next episode. They're going to be like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. I just thought oh, I goodness. worked here. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Uh, thank you so much, Michael. It's always a pleasure to see you and, and have you dunk on me. Awesome. I, I'm always happy to dunk on you as well. <laughs> I can, we can't beat that. All right, everyone, tune in, tune in to the new and improved Comics Inebriated. Uh, come next episode when it's Liana and, Talbot. yeah, with Michael Talbot. All right. Well, this is me signing off for the last time. Farewell, this is everyone. Michael signing off for the last time. <laughs> Bye, everyone. No! <laughs>